you a fan of this podcast? Do you wish there was even more juicy content for you to sink your ears into? Well, there is. You can become a premium member of this podcast for $5.99 a month and get full access to an archive of over 50 bonus episodes. Additionally, we release a bonus episode every single month. That's a ton of extra content, including my personal interior design diaries, extra tips, my talking about trends, and so much more. Additionally, you'll be keeping us on the airwaves each and every week because your premium membership money goes directly back to making this podcast amazing. Check us out at affordableinteriordesign.com. Click on podcast to learn more and to become a premium member today. need a high-end designer or a lot of money to get a luxe look be your own interior designer with big design small budget here's your host betsy helmuth i love them i love to snuggle them hold them walk them feed them but i'm gonna tell you what we have some pet problems i have some pet problems and today we're going to talk about how pets are problematic for your decor. I have some solutions and uh, I'd love to hear some of your solutions as well. So let's get into it. Let's talk about problematic pets. I'm talking to you, Carson. Hi, Betsy. This is Victoria. I'm thinking about getting a cat. What should I know about keeping pets off furniture? Victoria, good luck with that. So there are certain things that people do to keep their pets off the furniture. I will give you some brainstorms. The problem with pets, besides the fact that they, you know, have personalities and weird affects and fur and claws and they poop. The problem is that not one solution works for every pet. So you're going to have to try some different things with your particular pet. And right now you don't have a pet. So we're with dealing with a wild card here. I don't know what your cat might do, but here's some things that some people do. So the first thing at any pet store, they have this stuff called keep away spray, or is it called keep off spray? And it's basically a pheromone that works for cats that you spray on your furniture. And initially it lets off a little bit of a smell, but that smell dissipates so that you can't smell it, but the pets remember that that smell was there and they don't like that piece of furniture anymore. So whether it's you're not wanting them to sleep on that couch or bed, or whether it's um, the fact that you don't want them to scratch or chew, just spray it on the furniture, allow the scent to dissipate, and then see if it works for your particular pet. I recommend trying a little spot on the underneath of the furniture first, just to make sure that it doesn't leave any sort of stain, because I'm not sure about your particular upholstery or what item you're speaking of, but give that a whirl. Now, if you're worried about your cat jumping up on like your dining table or coffee table, because potentially it's wood and you don't want claw marks or something like that, Some things that people do is they um, use tape and you make, like if you get that clear packing tape and you make a loop of the tape and then you stick the tape loop on top. Now, ideally, this would work with a glass surface or a countertop. You wouldn't want to do this on your wood surfaces. 
But then when the cat jumps up, they get kind of caught in the tape and they remember that being an unfun experience and they don't tend to jump on that surface again. That's what I did as a child. Well, by me, I mean my mother on our kitchen counters and it worked. So give it a whirl. Another thing I've heard is people putting aluminum foil up on something because when the cat jumps up, it's like this weird crinkly experience. Uh, I'm sure there are other things that you can Google. Those are just things that I've seen recently. Let's talk about some other problems you might experience, Victoria, with Felix, your newfound feline friend. One thing that I see a lot of is shedding. And whether you have a pet that's a cat or a dog, you will perhaps experience this problem. The thing that I recommend is I recommend getting low pile rugs, not anything too shaggy or anything too textured. And officially a low pile rug is anything under half an inch high because that way, even if hair gets on it, it doesn't get stuck in it. So a nice low pile will help keep the hair on the surface, making it easier to vacuum or even to wipe off. Same thing with upholstery. I try to avoid anything that's too nubby because it will be hard to get that fur off. So the smoother the texture, i.e. a leather or even a microfiber, makes it quite easy to just wipe the fur off. Now, the other thing you might want to think about is if you have a cat that has particularly light fur or particularly dark fur, and you're in a really great position here, Victoria, because you can choose your pet based on your current upholstery color. So if you have a dark upholstery color right now, you might want to choose a dark cat. If you have a mid-tone rug color, you might want to go for a mid-tone pet color. It's not about getting the exact same color. So you don't have to get a brown rug because you have a brown dog, but you could get a medium blue rug because you have a light brown dog. And that will just be a better mix because of course, if you think about it, if you were to get a very light rug and had a very dark dog, it would be much more visible. Same thing with upholstery. If you had a very dark cat on a very light couch, it's going to become a lot more problematic pet problems. And now it's time for a quick commercial break. Do you love this podcast? Do you wish you could learn even more? Well, we have an online class bundle. Our online class bundle is comprised of three online classes, beautifying your home for less, styling your home, and the fundamentals of feng shui. Each one of those three classes is between 30 and 45 minutes long and chock filled with visuals and tips, things that will help you to style your own space or help out with other spaces. Additionally, with the pack of three classes, you get an autographed copy of my book, Affordable Interior Design. You get all of that for only $99. Once again, that's the three online classes as well as the book for only $99. You just go to affordableinteriordesign.com slash classes. Once again, affordableinteriordesign.com slash classes to buy your bundle today. And if one of those classes sounded intriguing, but maybe you already have my book or some of the other topics are not of interest, you can buy the classes individually at that site as well. Each class is $40. So head over to affordableinteriordesign.com classes to get your bundle or your online class today. So another thing that you're going to want to think about is scratching because declawing is not humane. And when I was looking to adopt a pet, I specifically went to the adoption center and asked for a declawed pet because I wasn't going to do that to my pet because that's not a very nice thing to do. But I really do love pets without claws. So I was like, maybe there's somebody here who's already been maimed. Do you have anything like that? So 
that helps. But I do have clients that cut their pet's toenails, which really helps. And there's a lot of cats, especially if you adopt a kitten, you can kind of train them and acclimate them to getting that manicure monthly and then it will help reduce your issues in terms of scratching they also have these little things called nail caps which you can get at vets or at pet stores that you can put over the cat's nails to prevent them from scratching uh good luck with that i don't know exactly how that works (laughs) but um and then of course that keep away spray is something to think about Now, I had a problem when I first got my sweet Chihuahua Mix Carson with some chewing. And the problem was that he was chewing things around our house like throw pillows, like decorative accents. And I realized that I was giving him toys that were also colorful and he was having a hard time differentiating between the two. Now, I did not actually realize this on my own. I had a friend over who is smarter than I and she was like, you know, No wonder he's chewing. That little scrunchy pet toy looks a lot like a pillow. I was like, oh, it kind of does. So she said to only get toys for him that looked like food or were brown or looked very different from my decor. So now all he gets are bully sticks and he hasn't touched the pillows or the accents or my kids' toys since. So that has been a real revelation. Uh, and so maybe you could try that if you're also looking at getting a dog. Because Victoria, you sound like a pet person. You sound like you're, you're in it to win it, maybe open to different breeds and types of animals. So now let's talk about the one thing nobody wants to talk about, bodily functions. Because whether it's peeing, pooping, or hairballs, I don't care how well-behaved your pet is, it's happening. It's gonna happen. Step one stain resistant fabrics so you don't just have to get microfiber you don't just have to get leather to have something that repels stains there are a lot of good options and you just want to ask your store i'm not a huge fan of scotch guard only because i feel like that spray might have a residue that is cancer causing i don't know it's like everything's a carcinogen these days what happened to bacon (laughs) What happened to bacon? Uh, I digress. So I worry about Scotchgard, but I do like fabrics. Like at West Elm, they have this entire line called performance fabrics. And I waited the extra eight to 12 weeks to get my sectional to get that performance fabric. That way the hairball, the barfed up ladybug can just wipe right off. Uh, Also, you might want to consider indoor-outdoor rugs. So a lot of them, if you're looking when you're shopping and you see polypropylene as the number one fiber, might be a little bit plasticky feeling. But if you go for ones that are polyester, they can feel quite plush. I actually have one outside on my patio that when I rolled it out, I was like, wait, I think this should go in my living room. But they're very durable. You can hose them. You can scrub them. So an indoor-outdoor rug will not only be more affordable than a regular indoor wool or wool blend rug, it will also give you a lot more longevity. And they can feel just as plush as an indoor rug. Again, look for a pile that's 0.5. And that way you know you're not getting one of those thin plastic mats that would be 0.25 or lower in terms of its height. And let's see what else, what else? Oh, now I think I should start getting some kickbacks from this store because I use their website more than than I should admit. And I also use their product a lot. In fact, I'm sitting on their product right now. And it's Floor. 
F-L-O-R.com. They're carpet squares that adhere to each other, not to your floor. But if something were to happen on that carpet square, let's just say the worst happened. Let's just say there there was cat urine. That's the worst. <laughs> I'm just going to let you know right now. That's the worst that could happen, Victoria. Cat urine. That's never coming out. It's never coming out of your rug. But with a floor tile, you can just pop it out and insert a new tile. And they even take the tiles back for recycling. So you can send it back. They'll send you a free label and then they turn it into more tiles. So I'm a big floor tile fan, especially with pets or kids. But uh, those bodily functions can just go away versus spraying that um, nature's miracle on it and hoping that the smell dissipates, which it never will. Let me just tell you from experience. The other thing you'll want to consider is a mattress pad. So I know you don't wet the bed, but your cat might. I am a big fan of mattress pads. I My favorite ones are at overstock.com because then you know that your mattress is protected. I used to have this cat, rest her soul. Uh, I used to have this cat who whenever she got angry with me would pee on my bed. Man, man, that is like a psychological cat and mouse game what what no it's just it was really depleting because I constantly had to be sucking up to my cat so she wouldn't pee on my stuff and the mattress pad saved the day so you'll want the one with the rubber backing underneath and that will help that will just help and then of course I don't want to talk about this because there's no good solution and one day I'll have my own line of furniture and this will be one of the first things that I create But I will be creating better litter box furniture. The current litter box furniture, and yes, there is litter box furniture, out there is hideous. They have side tables that have little holes in them that the cat goes through the corner and then goes potty inside. But they all just look clunky, chunky, fiberboard, horrible. There's got to be a better way. And I have sketches in my head right now that I am ready to execute. Call me Kmart. But uh, there is litter box furniture. However, that means that your litter box has to go in your living area, which is not my favorite thing. My favorite place for a litter box is the bathroom. That way everybody can go to the bathroom together. And it was so fun. I used to, TMI, TMI. I used to have my litter box in my bathroom and my cat and I would go together. If that's not bonding, I don't know what is. Victoria, there's so much you have to look forward to as a future cat owner. So after this episode, you might be thinking, you might be thinking, Betsy, do you really like pets? Are you really a fan of animal kind? And I am. I have a dog. I'll never have a cat again because I just can't deal with litter boxes. But I love the snuggling. I will snuggle your cat. Uh, But there's just ways to manage your pet so they don't ruin your decor. Because I really hate when a home is completely compromised by a naughty cat or an ill-behaved dog, or, you know, plastic-covered furniture is not okay, scratch marks on your couch is not okay. I want you to be able to have your dream sofa, even if that means your cat has to wear nail caps. So if you have great ideas for how you keep your cat off the furniture or how you get up dog pee, let me know because I would love to hear it. And so would my listeners. Write into me at Betsy at affordableinteriordesign.com. And of course, if you have design questions, keep them coming. Bigdesignsmallbudget.com on the contact page. You can just shoot me a question and you can check out more details about this podcast and my previous podcasts. Until next week, thanks so much. You've asked 
for it, and we have answered the call. For years, you've been saying, Betsy, you're talking about all these great design concepts, but we can't visualize them. You're describing the picture that the listener sent in of their problem, and we wish we could see that picture too. After all, a picture is worth a thousand words, and I do my best to describe them, but there's nothing like seeing it for yourself. And that's why Affordable Interior Design, the podcast, now has a YouTube channel. Not only do we have a YouTube channel where you could see recordings and clips of these podcast episodes, we also have an Instagram, a Facebook, and so many other exciting things. You should check it out. Head over to affordableinteriordesign.com slash links. Once again, affordableinteriordesign.com slash L-I-N-K-S links. And when you go there, you will see links to our YouTube page, our Instagram page, our Facebook page, and more. Please check it out, follow and subscribe so you can see everything I'm talking about. A big thank you to our amazing producer, Catherine Heller, to Aton and the MBCR House Band, and to Affordable Interior Design, the sponsor of this podcast and the premier place to get an amazing look on a budget. Check out affordableinteriordesign.com. If you guys love the show, the very best way to support us is by spreading the word. Tell your friends or write us an awesome review on iTunes. So until next week, guys, thanks so much for joining us, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.